sports? Do you like beer? Do you love sports and beer? Then you're exactly where you need to be. This is the Hughes, Views, and Brews Show on 1252 Sports Chicago. Cheers. Welcome into another Hubes Views and Brews on a Monday night. I was not here last week, and I won't be here next Monday either, but we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, a little bit later on in the show. Uh, last week, I went to Boston for my birthday, along with my buddy Larry Griffin and his daughter Chrissy. We had a great time. We'll talk about that a little bit. Talks about some White Sox and Cub baseball. I know the Cubs are playing now. They saw, I saw a picture of the stands. In Cincinnati, apparently um, not enough Cub fans went because there's nobody in the stands. Reds fans aren't coming out. Um, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some of the things that happened at Yankee Stadium over the weekend. Got some other cool things to get into. And then um, Mike is going to join me in a couple minutes. He likes hockey. And he keeps trying to get me to watch hockey. I'm sorry. I'm watching Ozark and I'm watching Bosch Legacy and I'm watching a bunch of other shows. I'm not watching hockey. I'm not watching basketball. When the Bulls are in it, I watch the NBA playoffs. When the Blackhawks are in it, I watch the NHL playoffs. I don't care about the rest of them. We'll talk about that. Mike's all excited and geeked up about the NHL playoffs. And uh, you can't get away from them right now. It's like every day there's hockey playoffs, basketball playoffs. And for those who love that, that's great. Absolutely wonderful. You like the PGA Championship? Cool. Happy for you. Um, yeah, I'm not into those or any of those, actually. And um, so we will uh, discuss some other things. We got a lot of beer news. Uh, no beer guests today, but there's a lot of beer news. I'm setting up guests for the future. I've got uh, calls out to Dovetail and Whiskey Hill, and I went out and talked to the new people at Hop District. We'll talk about that in a little bit, so we'll have some beer guests coming up in June, um, but nothing for today, but there's a lot of beer news, a ton of it, and let me start with, before I start with anything, it is Hubes Views and Brews, Views on Sports and Other Things, and also Brews, so I pulled one out from, a beer that is, I pulled one out from... Um, Transient Artisan Ales and the Beer Cellar. Uh, they they combined for a Neckbeard Nectar. This is an Imperial Stout, uh, Elijah Craig Barrel Aged. It says Imperial Stout aged 13 months in Elijah Craig 11-year bourbon barrels, a 2021 release, 13.5 alcohol by volume. And uh, this will be nice because I know a lot of people nowadays, especially with May coming up, uh, they're drinking my box and Kolsch's and lagers and things like that. Um, and I was drinking those over the weekend. I mean, the last three days I've had my box, Belgian wits, Kolsch, um, and yeah, some really good stuff. So we'll pour this one. And I know this is going to be a little thick and people say, well, how do you drink stouts in the summer? Well, first of all, it's 60 today. So I don't know you necessarily consider it summer. Um, but second of all, you can drink stouts any time of the year, okay? Uh, when you drink a 13% or 13.5% stout, that means you're basically having one or two for the night. And the odds are I'm having one, and that's this one. Um, it smells awesome. Absolutely awesome. Let's see how it tastes. Man, oh, man. This is tremendous. Has some nice flavor to it. A little bit of a, it doesn't say if there's anything else in it, just an imperial stout, but does taste a little bit like there's some kind of fruit or something in it and um, gives it a great, great flavor. Absolutely. And um, Dave Hawley, the guys from the beer cellar, they do a great, great job. Uh, the bottle store they have over in Glen Ellen, and then they also have another one over in Geneva. I've not been to the one in Geneva as of yet, but I've been to the one in Glen Ellen. Very, very cool. Uh, so last week, I was actually back from Boston um, a week ago Monday, but I had spent the entire weekend in Boston with my buddy Larry and Chrissy, his daughter. 
and we share May 15th as a birthday. So we were going to go to the Sox-Yankee game, one of the Sox-Yankee games um, at Guaranteed Rate Field, and decided it probably going to be a lot pretty expensive and hard to get tickets. So instead, we flew to Boston and stayed there for two days. Okay. Makes no sense at all. But we had a good time. We went to the Bell in Hand, which is which labels itself as the longest or the oldest continually operating tavern in the U.S. We went there for dinner on Friday night uh, and then bar hopped at a bunch of other places, had eight, nine beers and things like that. Saturday, got up, went to a beer fest in Boston at the Cyclorama, the Boston Center for the Arts. And I got to tell you, I told Chet Brett this, and he is uh, not surprised. We love our beer here in Chicago and in Illinois, but I didn't have any beers that grabbed me, okay? Usually, you go to a beer fest, you'll have one or two or three things to say, damn, this is great. I got to go back and get it again. I got nothing like that in Boston. I don't know why. Maybe I didn't know them. Maybe I wasn't familiar with some of the other breweries. It was a good place, fun time. Uh, they had a couple of food stands there. They had pierogies. They had brats. They had uh, waffles and things like that with different toppings on it. It was a fun time. Uh, it was warm in Boston. We walked a mile and a half to the or to the beer fest and stood outside to get in. I was a little overheated. Um, probably could have used a lot more water than I had. Then that night. After I had told Chrissy already, I said, Chrissy, after a three and a half or four hour beer fest, I need a nap for an hour or two. So she laughed because she's younger. She doesn't need a nap. She can drink. Um, so afterwards, we went out that night, went to the Union Oyster House, which bills itself as the longest continually operating restaurant in the U.S. And we had a great, great meal. Um, uh the last the, for the two days there we had lobster rolls we had lobster mac and cheese we went to the north end and had uh went to mike's pastry and had um cannolis um just tremendous a really fun time uh and then we went to the black rose a popular bar in downtown boston and we sat and watched a group called devry d-e-v-r-i they're in uh they sing irish songs they sang some van morrison they sang a couple other things we watched them for a couple hours Enjoyed the heck out of Saturday night. We left on Sunday, went to the airport, was drinking margaritas at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. That was fun. Margaritas and uh, a beer that was not at the beer fest that I tasted that was really, really good uh, called Santilli. It was a hazy IPA. Very, very tasty. Um, so we had a great, great time. Before I bring in Mike, I just want to say, too, today I went to lunch with my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law, Annette Rubino, 91 years old today. And she likes Miller's Ale House because they have 35 shrimp, 35 uh, battered shrimp. And she usually eats like a third of it, half of it, takes the rest home at night. So uh, it took her out for her birthday. It was a fun time. Um, it was a great time. And I, as I always say, all the, all the best people, all the coolest people are born in May. So my buddy and uh, my buddy and his uh, daughter and me. May 15th, I had a couple other friends, uh, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, all in the middle of the month, and uh, some other friends coming up, birthdays tomorrow. So, um, yeah, it's a great time for birthdays, great time for beer, and I'll get more into uh, the beer and the conversations, and also why we won't, why I won't be here next Monday. Uh, but we bring in my guy, Mike, who I saw a lot of over the weekend, this past hey. weekend. Yeah, I saw a lot of you over the weekend. Yeah, we did. We saw a lot of each other. It was a, gr yeah. it was a great weekend. Yeah, Fozzie football on Saturday. Oh, to Nick and Ivy. We had yes. fun doing that. Had a few beers there. And then on Saturday, Sunday morning, you called me at like 9.30. Yes. And talked to me. You talked me into coming to Nick and Ivy to watch baseball. I know. I know. It was I'm fun. A, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a degenerate, all right? I know this. I talked you into it. I conned you into it. Even your girlfriend was like, "Hey, go out with Mike. Go out with yeah. Mike. It's gonna be a fun I know. time." I know. She, she likes you. Yeah, she likes you. We had a good time, and the yeah. pizza, the pizza was great. For those oh, people yes. who are not familiar with in Romeoville, what's the name of the place? That's a nice. Okay, that's, that's a nice, nice, tremendous pizza, and something I never seen done with breadsticks before. Yes, yes, they 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 kind of like uh they cut them down the middle, fill them with yeah. some cheese. Put all the all the fixings in the middle, 
and it, yeah. it's been it's fantastic. Yeah, good stuff. Listen, you're talking to a fat guy, Fred. I know all the I know all the great spots for fat guy food. Listen, I'm a big guy too, and you you've been telling me when I moved to Lockport and the move gets finished. Anytime I need something, just call you. Instead yep. of Uber, I don't need Uber Eats. I don't need nope. DoorDash. Nope. I just call you, and you'll tell me where to go and get I'll stuff from. Tell you where to go. Yeah, you call yeah. me, and I will tell you where to go. Right. I have so, all the fat guy fixings. Yeah, hands down. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. That hopefully will be the end of June, early July, and uh, we're heading out to Lockport, and cannot wait uh, yes, because sir. it's um, I'm looking forward to it. Cannot wait to get out there. Uh, but the reason I won't be here next Monday is because you and I yes. are going to be together all day next Sunday. Yes. At Coach's Corner in Orland Park. Yes, and I cannot. I really, I cannot wait for this. It's going to be this. It's going to be the series finale of the Chicago Cubs, Chicago White Sox that last Sunday to figure out what's going on with the Cubs and White Sox this year. And it's it's going to be a great time. Kathy O'Connell, the bartender over there, the bar manager over there, is absolutely amazing. Hooks us up with a bunch of wings. Hooks up, hooks us up with a bunch of beers. We're gonna yep. be hanging out there, drinking, eating, having a fun time. I cannot wait yep. for that last game of the season. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a podcast before the game. Then we're yes. gonna sit and watch the game, and then we'll do a post game. So we'll basically be doing a pregame, then a post game. And like you said, the wings are amazing. We've been oh there before God. and had some of the wings. Absolutely tremendous. Right. Uh, a great beer selection. So I'm looking forward to Sunday. The uh, Sox and the Cubs wrapping up their crosstown series. Not only nope. are we doing a pre and post game, but there's also going to be a 50 50 raffle. There's also going to be a raffle for Brewers and Cubs tickets. The there next you go. Day. So, I mean, if everything hooks up right, you guys come on out, put your bid in, win the tickets for the Brewers and Cubs. It's going to be it's going to be a great time, Fred. I cannot yeah. wait. No, I can't either. We're going to have a really good time. That'll be next Sunday. The 29th from noon until five, you can find um, Coach's Corner, eighty-one eighteen, hundred forty-third Street, Norland Park. I know my buddy Tom Kelly said he's got to come out there because uh, he's got to keep an eye on you. So yeah, he doesn't he live he far. A, he said he had to order me three Ubers. Yeah, he's splitting <laughs> me up in three, so that's okay. Yeah, so we'll have a good time on Sunday, the 29th. So let's talk baseball, and we'll talk okay. regular baseball, and then we'll talk other stuff. But let's do it. The White Sox are a team that I know I saw your show last Thursday. Um, the White Sox are a team that was expected to be really, really good. Right now, they're 21 and 20. They're four games behind Minnesota in the AL Central. And I'm hearing a lot of people say, oh, it looks like you're turning things around. If you're Michael Kopech yesterday, I don't know how much turning things around is when you're four for 15 with runners in scoring position. Right. The offense, the offense is still struggling big time. Stand and um, yeah, I mean, you get an AJ Pollock homer to win the first game of the doubleheader yesterday, three right. to one. And then you get it's two nothing. And then Tim Anderson goes deep and you knew he would going deep to right field because the right field of Yankee Stadium is the shortest in all of baseball. And um, he goes deep, finishes that game, a five nothing win for the Sox yesterday. The Yankees hadn't lost a series all season. And uh, the Sox take two out of three, winning the doubleheader. But I think one of the more important things in the series, or yesterday, was you and I sat and watched Johnny Cueto. And we only, I only, you know, was worried the one time where it looked like he pulled something with all the histrionics he does on the mound. But um, he looked great. And then Michael Kopech last night. I mean, Michael Kopech right now, I don't know if you saw this, He's got the most starts this year of four or fewer hits and two or fewer runs. He's got seven starts with that this year. And he's got an ERA of 129, and he finally got a win because the offense has not been helping him all season. Right. It's been, it was yeah. fun watching him yesterday. Kopech has been a dominant force on the mound this year. He has been absolutely unbelievable. Power pitching. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm sorry. My, my I'm losing my voice. But power pitching. He's he's been absolutely unbelievable on the bump this year, striking out batters, getting guys out, doing what he needs to do in a role that the White Sox need him to be. Yeah, all right. They need him to got. They need him to be a guy that get guy that that get guys out. Yeah. He's well, think been, he's been that way. Yeah. Think think about it. You'll you'll have Giolito, Cease, Lynn when he comes off the uh, you know off of the D, uh, the IL. And then 
you got to get rid of Dallas Keuchel somehow. Just pay him his this money and say leave. Three starts have been really good starts. I know they've been they've not been bad. Um, but then you've got Cueto and you have Kopech. Now that's a hell of a pitching staff. Uh, you've been telling me for the whole season. Wait till Joe Kelly gets here. Right. Oh my God! Yeah, I know. I have. I've been ha- having grabbers uh, with Joe Kelly on the mound <laughs> every time he goes out there. Now his last couple outings, he's been better. He's gotten guys out. That's been nice the last couple outings. Graveman gave up a homer yesterday. Hey, you know, everybody gives up homers to Aaron Judge. I think he hit another one tonight. He um, did. Yeah. So every, I think it's 16 now. Everybody gives up homers to Aaron Judge. So that that I can't have a problem with. But um, with Graveman and with um, Liam Hendricks, I think their bullpen's in good shape. Uh, we'll see what happens in the middle relief. Hey, Ronaldo Lopez, a guy who they had as a starter, now he's come out of the pen. He was throwing, he threw a couple pitches at 100 miles an hour yesterday. And uh, that was nice to see. But the bats, the bats are just not, they're just not there. I think of all their hits in the in the second game, they had the homer and everything else was singles. Well, hey, look at Yaz. Look at Yaz going. Oh, stop it. Stop it with Yaz. Yeah, you knew that was going to get me. I'm sitting there watching. I'm listening to Len Casper the other day. He goes, here comes Yaz. I'm going, fuck no. You can't You can't call Yasmani Grandal Yaz. Yaz is saved for Carl Yastrzemski. Right now, Hawk is down in Florida going, what the hell? He goes, what are you talking about? Are, are you, uh, you, you know, uh, yes. I, I say Unbelievable. It was the perfect time for it. It's the perfect time for Oh, it. my God. And like you said, we talked about it. Yes is for Carl Yastrzemski and for Mike Yastrzemski. Not for <laughs> right. Yasmani Grandal. Now, he had an RBI in the first game. He had a productive out in the second game. And then earlier in the week, I couldn't stop laughing when they said, well, Yasmani Grandal coming in for defensive purposes. Right. My ass. Yasmani Grandal's not been a defensive catcher for – that's why they have – that's why we see so much of Reese McGuire. Uh, he had two hits yesterday, big RBI. Uh, Andrew Vaughn had an RBI. McGuire had an RBI. That was really nice. They needed him because they weren't scoring anything. But, um, yeah, Yasmani Grandal, though, stepped up, and we'll talk about him in a couple minutes. But, uh, yeah, that, their bats are just not doing I – mean, I mean, Abreu's getting an RBI here and there. Right. I thought Luis Robert looked lost yesterday. And, and you know what? Jose Abreu's been turning it on lately. Yeah. He's been hitting for a little bit of a little bit of power. Had a homer yesterday. Put it out deep. This Sox team. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Fred. I, I know what I know what you're saying. And me being uh, an outside of the box fan, they are what they are. I mean, that, that's the way I see it. That's the way I see this team. They're going to beat the Royals. They're going to beat the Tigers. They're going to beat the Twins. But they haven't so far this year. They're miserable against the American they're, League Central. They're they're going to, though. Yeah. They're going to. Yeah. And then when it comes to the, the Astros, the Tigers, or the Astros, the Yankees, the Tampa Bay Rays, the, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, whatever you want to call them now. Right. That's a tongue twister as it is. Yeah. Um, those teams are going to give them – they're going to give them struggles. Yeah, uh, and, and it's going to weigh them down a little bit in this in this AL Central. It really is. It's going to bring them down a little bit. A division that you thought that was going to be so secured by the White Sox beating up on 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 tiny teams with the Tigers, the Twins, the and and the Royals. Yeah, it's not going to be so easy for them. No, no, they it, struggle. It's not going to be so easy. Well, they struggled in Kansas City. I mean, uh, Bobby Witt Jr. had a, had a, had a nice series against the White Sox right. in KC, and now ben the White Tendi. Sox, yeah, Benintendi is ben really Tendi good. Had a nice series against the yep. Sox, but now the White Sox, after a day off tonight, which is nice, not to have Sox baseball on a Monday. They almost play every Monday that we're doing. I'm doing a show, but now they get yes. the Red Sox. Yes, for three Scott straight Merkin. games. Yes, Scott Merkin. <laughs> so for three straight games for his text. For three straight games, they get the Boston Red Sox. The Red Sox have won five in a row. After the White Sox went to Fenway and just put it to the Red Sox, the Red Sox have now won five straight, and now they come to guaranteed rate field tomorrow for the first of a series. Dylan Cease against Nick Pavetta, and uh, Pavetta had a really good game in his last outing, so I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Now, 
after the home run from Tim Anderson yesterday. Yes. Game two. Everybody didn't play game one. Yeah, game which two. is bullshit. Which is, I mean, you I, know, what? I still don't understand you know Tony Larusa's fucking thinking. We're watching. We're watching the game on Sunday afternoon, game one, and they put up the graphic: forty games, forty different starting lineups. Yes. You're 76 years old. Just leave a damn lineup out there, okay? He doesn't know where to bat Andrew Vaughn. He's not sure where to hit um, Luis Robert. Not sure what to do with Gavin Sheets. And now they they win the second game, okay? Tim Anderson, the home run. He had three hits. He's hitting really well. He's unbelievable. Right now and this morning, first thing I look at, I see today, among Major League shortstops, he's first in war. Weighted runs, created plus, average, on base, slugging, and OPS. And, and I always throw this in, he also leads Major League Baseball in errors. Now, yes. everyone says, why do you bring Thank him you. down? Thank well, you. Well, you know what? you got to balance things out. You're a baseball player. You've got to have not only the offense, but the defense. Right. And offensively, he's having a tremendous year. Yes. I love watching Tim Anderson at the plate. I love when he swings first pitch. I love him going the opposite way. Um, Tim Anderson is an offensive player is tremendous. Defensively, still a lot to be desired. But yeah. you know what? Yeah, the offense, the offense is more than making up for it right now. Right. So that's that's good to see. Um, in May, he's hitting 397, a 454 on base, and a 513 slug with two homers, 11 RBIs, 11 runs, and five walks. And the five walks is important because Tim Anderson doesn't walk. He does not walk. No. He usually – and maybe that's something that Frank Medichino and the White Sox sat and talked to this team and say, listen, take some pitches. You guys are swinging right. early. You're letting the, you're letting starters get deep in games for the other teams, and you gotta you got to take some walks. Anderson took a walk the other day. I'm not sure if it was uh, Saturday or yesterday, but he took a walk to start to lead off the game. Had to be uh, had to be Saturday. And um, I'm interested to see how it's going to play out with with these guys going forward. Moncada's got to come back. He's not he's not hitting. Um, let's see here. Left field, you've got it. You've got either. You know, you've got your Andrew Vaughn, which is great. Andrew I mean, Vaughn's your. Hey, this is, this is something I want to bring up, Fred. Uh, you know, uh, the the whole Yohan Moncada thing, right? I thought Yohan Moncada, if you look at him, if you look at him in dress clothes, right? Yeah. He looks like a baseball player. Yeah. Okay. I thought Yohan Moncada was going to be a lot better than what he is currently. I think the White Sox like, did too. I, I, yeah. I, I really did. I really did. And like he has all the fun, he has all the fundamentals. To be somebody like Robinson Cano, minus yeah. the steroids. Sure, right? yeah, he, he, he has that. He has that build. He uh, has Lindor. He has he have, he has Lindor. I mean, even though yes. Lindor is a little smaller, but yes. he has he has the Lindor, and he you know switch hitter. He can do all that stuff. He's just and after he got COVID, he had a hard time recovering from COVID. Think about it. Man. They mentioned it the other day. It was Kopech and Moncada for Chris Sale. Basically, it was the, it was the, that was the deal, and it's not looking too bad right now because Chris Sale's been on the shelf for so right. long. Now Sale did get it; he did get a World Series ring in Boston. He got that; that's fine. But I like the deal when it happened. I like Sale until the day he cut up the jerseys, and then screw him. I don't care. <laughs> You're not comfortable in a jersey. Who, who are you? You're some guy from that went to school in Central. What the hell? Some school in Florida, coastal, coastal, whatever. And it's like, come on, you know, but he's maybe going to come back for Boston, but Moncada's got to come back because when Moncada's hitting, this team wins constantly because Moncada's right. got a great bat. He had a couple of homers last week. Maybe he's coming around, but he didn't, I didn't see enough of it last yesterday. And uh, that was tough. Our guy, Harry jumping in, by the way, I don't know if you knew this, Harry picked yesterday on Jacob Charnow's show, he said the Sox were going to win the doubleheader against the Yankees. Now, if, I would, if you and I yeah, would have sucked with him, we could have had some money. More yeah. money to spend than Nick and Ivy. Yeah. 
So every every Friday, Harry's that got the overs and unders. Free that pizza would have been free. Yes, it would have been. Yeah. So Harry's got the overs and unders on Friday. Jacob Sharn out with his NFL stuff on Sunday mornings. All of it here on twelve fifty two. And um, Harry does a great job. He knows he knows what he's doing. Unlike me, who played yesterday. What did I play? I played a four a four guy a four leg parlay. Tim Anderson with a homer in the first game. He didn't even no. play. Yeah, I know he didn't even play. I had to get rid of it. Yeah. Um, who knew? You know, that's the thing that bothers me about Tony LaRusso's lineup is <laughs> when you've got when you have the the number of players you have, a lot of guys have to play both games. Why right. is Tim Anderson not playing both games? They got today off. They had the rain out off. And it's like, come on. I don't know. Sometimes you pan- they pamper these players so much. They're making tons of money. They're out there. It's baseball. You bat four times. I don't know. It's aggravating. But the White Sox, we'll see how they do again. It's a big series against Boston. So they have today off. They play three against Boston. Then they have Friday off. Then they right. play the Cubs for two days. So they only have five games in the week, two days off. So hopefully they can all be well-rested for the uh, Cubs series when the Northsiders come to town. Um before we get so to the, the Cubs, Cubs let's... They're already in town. The Cubs are in town. Nah, they're in Cincinnati. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I think they have four games in Cincinnati. Yeah, so. Cincinnati, though, is... That's Cincinnati. actually coming up. You and I got to go to a Cubs-Red series in Cincinnati. A three or four gamer <laughs> will rip that town up, and Megan and Linda will say, really, we let them go to Cincinnati? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure my wife would be really happy about that. Yeah, well, you know, in, in years to come. Maybe not this year. Maybe next year. So, um, before we get to the Cubs. Yes. The Josh Donaldson situation. Yes, uh, this is happened a shit at, show. It is. It is. This is and a shit show. For a lot of I reasons. I told you earlier about it. Yeah. I, well, and for I a like, lot of reasons. talking about this? And you're like, yeah, we're talking about it. I was like, fuck. For a lot of reasons. And, you know, here's two white guys. And we have no idea. Yeah. What you know? How Tim Anderson feels, right. and one of the things I have to say is, if in fact Tim Anderson felt disrespected, Josh Donaldson should say, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean any disrespect." Okay, but the whole article in 2019 saying, you know, I want to, I want to be like the you know Jackie Robinson and do a this, new and age, do that, a quote unquote, a new age Jackie Robinson. Yeah, and but you know that Josh Donaldson was saying it. In a disrespectful way. Yes. He was giving him crap. Yes. But if you, how many times you hear disrespectful stuff? I've seen from other people on, on Twitter today. How many times you see disrespectful, disrespectful stuff going right. on out there right. in baseball? And I know that I saw her earlier today. Joe Kelly was on uh, the score, 670. He said he got fined eight games for just a look that he gave to a guy after a pitch and Josh Donaldson gets suspended one game, find somebody. Here's what they said for inappropriate comments, disrespectful and a poor judgment, poor judgment. I agree with. Okay. Right. Probably at this time, maybe you probably don't go that way, but if in fact, Josh Donaldson is not lying, Josh Donaldson said they've joked about it before. Who knows? Nobody knows, but those two. Right. And I saw the guys, I'll let you go in a minute, but I saw the guys on Pardon the Interruption today, and I was eager to see what Michael Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser would say about this. And they both said that there should not have been a suspension, that Rob Manfred should have sat in a room with Josh Donaldson and Tim Anderson, obviously tough to get those guys all in a room, and have them talk it out and go from there. But the one-game suspension, I know he's he appealed the suspension. It's one game. I mean, you know, at this point, you said five, whatever you want. They're playing the Orioles tonight, I think. So, um, but again, if in fact Tim Anderson was offended, fine. Just let him go at it, though. I don't have a problem with letting him go at it. You know, Tim Anderson was all over. And thank goodness for Gavin Sheets and Jose Abreu, two of the biggest guys yes. in baseball, yes. holding Tim Anderson back um, in that game on Saturday. So, Go ahead. The floor is yours. Uh, so our guy Harry the Greek says Josh Donaldson should have been suspended many more games 
than he was. Give me a break. One game? Are you kidding me? All right, so listen. Did I think it was wrong? Yes, 100%. Josh Donaldson needs to shut his fucking mouth. But that's exactly what Josh Donaldson is. He's an agitator. I mean, 100%. Everybody yeah. knows this. He's that yeah. guy that just gets underneath your skin. He's been that guy since he's been in Toronto with Oakland. He's been that guy that gets underneath your skin. I'm not giving him a pass on this, okay? I'm not giving him a pass. But, but. but come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. You sit there, you say you want your, you, you want yourself to be the new Jackie Robinson. You're giving yourself to be... Uh, listen, qualify me as the new Jackie Robinson. All right, you you put that you put that you put that picture on yourself. So when somebody calls you Jackie, I can say I'm the new I'm the new Jackson Pollock, and I throw <laughs> fucking paintballs at the at the whiteboard. Yeah, call me. Call, hey, what's up, Pollock? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, you're putting that on yourself. Yeah, let's get real, Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson, I love this dude. Yeah, he's absolutely unbelievable offensively. Defensively, he's dog shit. Offensively, he's amazing. I love Tim Anderson. Let's get real here, though. Pick and choose. Tim Anderson's problem is Tim Anderson right now. I'm gonna say it right now. Tim Anderson's problem. Is Tim Anderson, and that's exactly what it is. He's gonna put, he's gonna corner himself in a situation right now where, hey, listen, either you play defense, you play offense, that's it. Shut the fuck up and do your job. Now, I was I was listening to some uh, New York radio only because. Oh, the station God. I used to work for, ESPN 1000, goes to Greeny from 10 till 12, oh, which, is, which is crap. And they had Chris Carton and some other guy on, and they were talking, and some of the other East Coast people. It's so weird. It's like sides. It's like people say, well, I'm a Sox fan, so I'm standing up for Anderson. He should be suspended more. I'm a Yankee fan, so he shouldn't be suspended at all. You know what? As I said. They should have talked it out and gotten it taken care of. I don't know the suspension was needed, but if you're going to make any suspension, Major League Baseball, one game's fine. Right. It's one game out of 162. I and you should have been suspended. I know. I don't. I I didn't either, and I was eager to see. But there are other people who say you should have been like Harry should have been suspended for more games. Why? Why? And exactly. Yeah, Why? I don't. You know, it, it's disrespectful. You, yes. Maybe disrespectful. Yes, yeah. And um, so we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. He and was not calling him. Josh Donaldson was not calling him a derogatory term or a racist term. He's he's calling him what he's what what Tim Anderson gave himself. Yeah. I the had new age Jackie Robinson. I had one of my realtors. I have, I have many. No, I only have one realtor. A friend of mine <laughs> is, who's a realtor. <laughs> He's, well, Jonathan Darren, you know, because we may <laughs> see his spot coming up in the, in the spot break in a second. Will. But, yeah. but um, my guy, Joe, Joe Kenny, called me. He said, let me ask you a question. He said, what's so different against between Josh Donaldson and A.J. Prasinski? They're agitators. They get yeah. on the nerves of the other guys. Right. And – and I, I listen to him, and I go, you're right. They do. And Joe Kelly earlier today said, jo he said, Josh Donaldson's a douche. I'm not going to disagree with that. He's That's fine. Yeah. yeah, he probably is. You know, he can be on he can be on Carmen and Yurko's show, who's the douche. And, um, but I don't know that it, 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 I don't know that it was a one-game suspension. Um, you know, it, and I, it was weird. The slide at second base, he slid into second. Tim Anderson him came together again in the uh, in the game on Saturday. But it's over now. We'll see. But it was perfect on a Sunday because right. ESPN, the score, 
the fan. Oh, All no. these they had hours. Mike Murphy texted me early in the morning yesterday or earlier today. He said, "Thank God we don't have to talk about this for four hours." And I said, "You ain't kidding." I said, "You ain't kidding," because when we do when you do sports radio, this is what you got to talk about for four freaking right. hours. Yeah, it's yeah. brutal. Before I go to any beer stuff and before I let you relax and rest that sore throat. Oh my um, God, I'm dying here. I've been talking all day. Cubs are 16 and 24 going into the game today. And you and I were sitting there watching the Cubs. And you've been to a couple of games. You were at a couple of games last week, I think. And then um, you look at it. You got Schwindel and Wisdom. Wisdom and Schwindel. Back-to-back homers, consecutive days. And um, you know what? They're not winning anything. No, but, it's not. But you've got some interest. I mean, you got Wade Miley looked good again yesterday until he didn't. Yes. He gave up three in the inning. He was up three <laughs> nothing. Gave up right. He gave didn't. up three. Exactly. He gave up some, but but they came back. They got the win yesterday. Um, you got to keep it interesting for the fans. I mean, we looked at the stands when we were at the at Nick and Ivy yesterday. Right. It's not like it used to be. It's right. not like open the doors and the fans will fill it up. And because of that, they're going to have to yeah. get some players. And Jed Hoyer is going to have to figure out what to do. Um, you know, maybe next offseason. Because these guys, Wisdom and Schwindel aren't your future. They're old. They're 29, 30 right. years old. These are older guys. Right. Um, but it's nice to see certain guys come in. Uh, nice to see Morrell, who's a guy that, you know, I didn't know he played short. Um, but, he plays everywhere, this guy. Well, you and I were talking. and. You know, coming into the season, Madrigal and, and Horner, the double play combination, they're both hurt. So that makes don't, it difficult. Seriously, don't even get me started on that. You and I were talking about that earlier yesterday. Yeah. Don't even get me started on that. Yeah. Horner I know. And Nico, Nico Madrigal. I, 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 I don't want to talk about it. That's fine. But. <laughs> Like the, that, that's where I'm at. The, the Cubs and Cubs fans relied on these. Now, now see, now I'm pissed. Good job, Fred. <laughs> now I'm upset. I worked you, at you it. Made me upset. All right. You, the Cubs have relied on these two shitheads to be yeah. available for 140 games each. Each. Right. Right. All right. And they can't do it. And they cannot do it. Nick Madrigal, no. Nikki two strikes, more like Nikki fucking three strikes. All right, more like Nikki ground out to the second baseman. Nico Horner, more like Nikki fucking, more like Nico Horner, more like Nico fucking ground out to the shortstop. All right, I mean that, yeah. that, that's where it's at with these two shitheads. And it, it, what it is is Nico and Nikki can't fucking stay healthy. Is no, what it is. They can't. That's it, it, what it boils down to. You rely on these two shitheads to be available for 140 games apiece. And they're not there. Yeah. They're yeah. just not there. And this is, I was watching Dan Duquette a couple of days, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about the Reds and that they're preparing now for the 2025 season because of the guys they're trying to build up. So the Cubs are at least a couple of years away. They're not one year away. They're not, they're probably not two years away. Right. Um, they, they've got to, they've got to be able to build this team, find some free agents that will come here. Younger free agents that'll stick around and um, and be here for a while. Look at you! Look how disgusted you are. Twenty twenty five. Can you can you imagine being a Cincinnati Reds fan? We're no. preparing for the twenty twenty five season. They showed on MLB like, Central. Just give me a bullet. Here's what they got rid of last year. They got rid of Suarez, Winker, everybody, Wade yeah. Miley, Miley. Sonny Gray, they got rid of all these guys in Winkler. one year. If you're a Reds fan, there's no, there's a reason there's nobody there um, watching the Reds game tonight because, you know, that's why we can go next say. year. You and me, Reds, Reds, Cubs, three, four game series. <laughs> I'll, I'll it's a wonderful place. Uh, Jonathan India, he, he's another one of those guys. He's a guy like Nico Horner, Nico, Nick Madrigal. Uh, he'll be all right. He'll be okay. The fucking guy cannot stay healthy. He'll be okay, though. Jonathan India, dump him. Okay. Blows. Before we go, before we go away, and I do beer stuff, and we we run some of our sponsors. Yes. 
Adley Rutschman was a first round pick a couple what years a ago for the story, Orioles. Man. And the video of, of his minor league coach and manager telling him he's going to the big leagues and going to play at Camden Yards. And then what he did when he first went behind the plate and he looks around the stadium, my God. I mean, that's what – I mean, I don't know if you thought about being a major league player when you were a kid, but that's – every everybody's dream, whoever thought they could play baseball. Yeah. And here's this kid. He's two for his first eight. He had a triple on his opening game. That's awesome. It, it was so cool to see. And now, you know, they're coming to the south side. You get a chance to see him and Trey Mancini and Mullins. And they got some guys. Slowly but surely, the Orioles are trying to put something together. Hopefully. But, you know, That's a tough division. Well, I was going to say, when you're in a division like that, you're screwed. You've right. got to get a free agent that's going to really say, here, jump on with me. But um, they're trying. They're in a bad position. But uh, we'll see how that goes. And then you brought this up to me about Pujols pitching the other day. And then the other day I saw Yadier Molina pitch. Now, first of all, the Cardinals were winning 18 to nothing. Yeah. And then they put Yadier Molina in the pitch. And I was watching Matt Vaskersian this afternoon, and he said, this has to stop. And the reason he said it was, I can't remember who they were playing. Oh, the Pirates. They were playing the Pirates. Yeah. yeah. The Pirates were – and. um their own, their runs for the day were three and a half. It was eighteen to nothing until Yadier Molina came in. And I think he gave up enough runs so anybody that had under three and a half lost the bet. Now that's not the reason I'm against this. I'm against all position players ever pitching. If you don't have a pitching staff deep enough, just throw some guy out there. Throw one of your guys, a guy that threw the day before. Let him throw the ball over the over the plate. Get the damn outs. I hate position players pitching. You seem to be the other way. Yeah, I am. I'm definitely the other way. I mean, listen, you, you got to play this thing as it's you get you have to play every series as it's your as it's your last series. All right. Oh, you, I mean, you really do. You got to save your bullpen. I'm not gonna go out and throw Keegan Thompson when I'm up 21 to nothing or 18 to nothing. I'm not doing it. Throw. Let your previous guy stay in for another no, inning. No, screw it. Let Wilson Contreras no. stay in. I don't care. Then you should have eighteen then, to nothing. Eighteen to nothing. Then you should have the uh, slaughter rule in Major League Baseball. You, you should. I mean, honestly, there you go. That this way point, it eliminates. I mean, at some point you should. Yeah, it eliminates and, and when you're when you're up eighteen runs. Yeah. Yes, it eliminates position thing. players pitching. Okay, Just stop the game. You you love the hockey playoffs. I don't give a I don't give a rat's ass about the hockey playoffs. You love them. You kept telling me yesterday, don't be a weirdo. What's the hockey playoffs? The hockey playoffs are absolutely amazing right now. Fred. I don't care. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care. You got two teams in Florida, which they can't even make which ice is in unbelievable. Florida. The Lightning right now, the Tampa Bay Lightning are up 3-0 on on the on the Florida Panthers. Great series. It's been nothing but bloodshed, beating the shit out of each other. If you like, if if you like hockey play, if you like competitive hockey. sports, yeah, just 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 competitive sports, where it's just like boom, 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 all the time. That's the series you need to watch. Well, and one of our guys, around, one well, of our guys, one of our favorite guys. We talked about him yesterday. Dave Wills. He's at a bar watching that Tampa Bay game. Yeah. I saw him post it earlier. He was at a bar getting ready for the Tampa Bay game. My buddy John Mamola, he's out there because they they the games are on his station at WDAE down in Tampa, and um, you know that's why anytime I see Tampa in the playoffs, I go, hope they win. You know, right. for those yeah, guys. you know yeah. they fucking cheat, Tampa Bay. <laughs> Everybody cheats, cheating fuckers. Everybody no, cheats. It's, it, it's been awesome. The the, the 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 NHL playoffs have been absolutely unbelievable. Last night again, the Edmonton and Calgary series. Yeah, in Edmonton, I mean, it was these guys are beating the shit out of each other, Fred. <laughs> I mean, like literally, just like literally hitting each other every time an open puck an open puck happens. They're just bashing each other. Awesome, awesome series. Connor McDavid is just he's he's, he's unbelievable. Yeah, he's, he's so good. good. 
And when yeah. dry sidle on, on on the other end, yeah, he's just it's it's not even fair. And tonight you got you got the lightning and Panthers going again tonight, and you get the Avalanche and Blues going again tonight. It's it, it's been it's the NHL playoffs have been absolutely phenomenal. I I, I watch this more than I watch the NBA playoffs. Oh, I don't watch the NBA playoffs at all. And and yeah, I really don't. And uh, I I know there's a game. Maybe I'll watch the NHL playoffs. I think there's a, I think MLB may have a game on tonight. So I'll, maybe I'll watch that. Um, one other thing, and then we're gonna go to some commercials. Our sponsors are great. They're out there. You called me the other day. I'm not sure how yes. many beers you had when you called me, but you said that you, me, Brad, one of our guys from um, one of our guys from the Fozzie football and was it Joe? We're going to try and challenge Andre the Giant, who's yes. long, who's gone, right? Yes. 156 beers. 156 beers in 24 hours. But we're going to split it four ways. Yes, we are. Okay, it says 30-some beers a person, right? Or a little bit more? Yeah. yeah. So have you seen the 99-pack of Paps Blue Ribbon? Yes, yes, I have. We got to get two of those. We we need definitely and two have of extras those. because those are the beers you might want to drink. That or Miller Lite, and that that's good. That's going to be a, a thing that we do at at Nick and Ivy. All right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we all have an easy Uber ride home. But um, yeah, no, that, that's definitely going to be a thing. Um, yeah, so Andre the Giant, it's it's a world record. Andre the Giant drank 156 beers in 24 hours. Uh huh. Well, we're not giants, Fred. No, we're not. Giants. We're we're a All quarter right. of his size. All right, I'm a fat, short guy. Okay, I'm like five. I'm a, I'm a big. I'm a big, tall guy. So I'm, I'm, I'm six eight, two, three hundred and ten pounds. That's no. That's, I'm that's six two, I'm and I go two ninety. So uh, I, I'm being I'm being real. I'm five eight, three hundred and ten pounds. <laughs> I'm a fat, short guy. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough road. We gotta start that early. We gotta start say 35, 36 beers. We started like seven, but it's 24 hours, so it doesn't matter when we start. We gotta we start just gotta early. keep well, <laughs> you know, we got we'll to. figure it out. It's gonna it's gonna be a tough day, but yeah, Andre the Giant drank 156 beers in a 24 hour span. And we are going to attempt, we are going to attempt to drink 156 <laughs> beers. Between four human beings, right? Between four human adults, yeah. In twenty-four hours, we'll see if we we'll see if it can happen. We should get some sponsors for that. We should. We should. Yeah. yeah probably honestly. medical. Probably probably emergency systems and things like that. Yeah. Nine one one as a whole. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's say let's listen from some of our sponsors. When I come back, I got a lot of beer stuff. Mike, appreciate it as always. And again, don't forget. Next Sunday, you'll get a lot more of this, me and Mike, not only on the podcast, but just walking around during the Sox and Cubs game at Coach's Corner in Orland Park. We'll have a great time, 8118, 143rd Street in Orland Park. We're going to have a great time, great beers, great wings. I'm definitely going to have someone drive me home for that one. Hopefully drive me there, too. Otherwise, my car is going to be there. Uh, but we'll, we'll figure it all out. But, uh, Mike, always fun. Uh, you got your show coming up on Wednesday. We do. So, yeah. So we will. Thank uh, you for having me again tonight, Fred. Oh, I, I really do appreciate it. No, I I, I love having you and I love love BSing by the bar. I almost said bullshit, but I figured I wouldn't. But now well, I did. You, so. you can say it. You know, we're on a yeah, podcast now. I know. Podcast so now. I always love bullshitting about uh, sitting at the bar. We had a great time yesterday at Nick and Ivy. And yeah. um, so let's hear from our sponsors. And we come back. I got a lot of beer people. And then we're going to hear from more sponsors. They got even more beer stuff. So we'll do all that coming up right after this. Thanks, Mike. All right, Fred. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Hello. 
This is Paul from Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. We are located at 1026 South State Street in historic downtown Lockport, Illinois. We are very excited to be partnering up with the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show as well as the 1252 brand because we are one of the few Chicagoland breweries that embrace sports and sports culture. Come in for a fresh brewed beer made right here in Lockport while catching the game of your favorite team. Stay for the live music that we have booked every weekend or just come for a cozy atmosphere to enjoy a good conversation with a friend, loved one, or complete stranger. Nick and Ivy makes you feel right at home no matter what the occasion is. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. Visit our website for our up-to-date tap list or to go shopping on our online store at nickivybrewing.com. That's N-I-K-I-V-Y brewing.com. Come in today for a fresh brewed beer born and raised in Lockport, Illinois. Hi, I'm Jonathan Darren, licensed real estate broker with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group in Homer Glen. Are you looking to buy or sell? Have you been disappointed in the past? The Jonathan Darren team with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group focuses on providing you with a concierge level of service during the process of buying or selling. We are a service-oriented team with a fresh and professional approach to selling real estate. Our goal is to combine knowledge, skills, and passion to exceed our clients' expectations, and most of all, we truly care. We are a knowledgeable real estate team focused on offering expertise and innovative solutions for our clients. The Jonathan Darren team has five full-service real estate brokers and a dedicated full-time marketer servicing all of Chicagoland. We will customize a detailed plan around your timeline for a sale, purchase, investment, estate, or other needs. Real estate transactions can be stressful, but don't need to be. Let us handle it for you. Visit our website, homesbyjdt.com, or call 708-308-1938 today. Expect better in real estate. Choose the Jonathan Darren team. Hi, this is Kathy O'Connell at Coach's Corner, located at 8118 West 143rd Street in Orland Park. Our phone number is 708-364-1026. We are Orland Park's number one sports bar. Come in for our wonderful beer menu and seltzers with a fully stocked bar. Watch a game, drink a beer, and try something off our amazing menu. We have everything to choose from, nachos, potato skins, and our house-made bar chips to start off with. Then try our tacos, burgers, and one of our delicious sandwiches. And don't leave without trying our famous jumbo wings. They do not disappoint. Coach's Corner, it will sure to become your local bar. Again, we are located at 8118 West 143rd Street in Orland Park. Come see us today. Yeah, don't miss Coach's Corner next week, next Sunday. Go anytime. But uh, next Sunday, Mike and I will be out there for the uh, finale of the White Sox-Cubs Crosstown Series. That'll be fun. We'll be out there at noon at probably 1130. Whatever time they open and start serving beers, Mike will be there. So I'll probably be there shortly afterwards. A lot of beer news, okay? And Thursday, Skeleton Key Brewing, and I got one of their hats. Oh, yeah, I'm so bad. I'd be a bad weather person. Skeleton Key Brewing. They got cool hats. I had to go there. But they had their grand reopening. It was delayed a week because of COVID. Uh, a couple of people that were important to their place had COVID, so they had delayed it a week. And uh, they opened up this past Thursday. I couldn't make it Thursday because my lovely girlfriend, Linda, took me to see Fiddler on the Roof, trying to cult- give me some culture, trying to uh, throw some culture at me. And um, you would think being a 65-year-old, I would have seen Fiddler on the Roof once before. Not, no, not me, never. Probably was watching uh, something else. But um, it was wonderful. We had a great time Thursday night. Then on Friday, I stopped by Skeleton Key Brewing. I had a migratory. That's their one of their flagship beers. Um, it's a golden ale with, with toasted coconut. Awesome beer. Uh, I had a couple other beers there and a great, great time. Saturday, I went to Hop District. Okay. Hop District is a new brewery in LaGrange Park. I'll talk about them in a second. I get a, actually, I'll do it right now. Um, they, oh, the hat is so cool from uh, Skull and Key. That's why I did have to go there. The Hop District, 31st in LaGrange Road. I grew up in Cicero. 
So there were many times after my wife and I got married, we lived in Westmont. So I drove past there a lot and um, down 31st. So 31st on LaGrange Road, there's a gas station, then there's Marone's Restaurant, and then Hop District. Hop District, Jim Coplish, great, great guy. I met him, his wife, Shane. They do a great job at the brewery. And uh, it's in LaGrange Park. I had a Maybach, a Hazy, a Kolsch, and a Hefeweizen. Every beer was great. Absolutely wonderful. If you get a chance, head on out there. Uh, great people, great beer, and a wonderful little place there. Um, they have a beer called, they have a 12.2 Imperial Stout called Thick Thighs and Pretty Eyes. Just think about that for a minute. Thick Thighs and Pretty Eyes. Okay, I can open my eyes now. And one of the, there's a lot of people who live in the area. It sounds like me. Thick thighs Does and it? pretty eyes. Thick yeah. thighs and pretty eyes. There you go. Um, and one of the one of the uh, young ladies I had a chance to meet over the last couple of years with uh, beer is Amia Reynolds. She lives in the area, and uh, she said she had the last the last pour of that, uh, the thick thighs and pretty eyes. So uh, I cannot wait to uh, get back out there and maybe try that one. My sister Colette said, did I hear you and Mike are going to try drinking 36 beers a piece? You better check into that. Remember, some lady died drinking that much, too much water, uh, trying to win a wee council. Well, you know what? That's okay. We'll make sure we drink some water in between, Colette. Nope, no problem. Nice to see my sister Colette watching the podcast. So anyway, so I went to Skeleton Key Brewing on Friday. I went to Hop district on saturday and uh pig dog video said fred uh was the best u.s men's national team um in your opinion 204 2014 i'm gonna go with the one that got to the uh quarterfinals and because i'm drinking beer i can't remember which one it was but that's who i'm going with the one that got to the quarterfinals and um who's in germany i think yeah i think so or belgium one of the two but yeah, I'd know a little bit better. By the way, I usually talk soccer here. The Chicago Fires suck. They're like the worst team in Major League Soccer right now. They shouldn't be. They're not scoring goals. Ezra Hendrickson, the coach, is not the reason. He should stick around, and they should get some goal scorers, some guys who can figure it out. They got a lot of young players. Hopefully, things will work out. Okay, back to beer. Skeleton Key Brewing on uh, Friday. Saturday, Hop District. Great beer place you got to go there went to nick and ivy brewing nick and ivy's got an ivy hound a maybach which me and mike were drinking the last couple of days and they also have a wit begins a um belgian wit beer very very good uh if you get a chance get on out there a lot of people were out there saturday and sunday while we were out there great beer from nick and ivy um goldfinger is releasing their third batch of the New Zealand lager. And Thomas Beckman over at um, Goldfinger says they've worked on the first two batches. They've done a little bit of think tweaking. They really like what they've done. Um, they're looking forward to what the third batch is going to look like. It's going to be in cans. They're releasing that very, very soon. I've mentioned a couple of times, I'm trying to get the guys from Dovetail Brewing on because my buddy Larry and his daughter, Chrissy, who we went to Boston, the three of us went to Boston. We went to Dovetail Brewing and Beguile Brewing a couple of weeks ago. Dovetail is awesome. They make great, great German-style German beers. They make Maibox. They make um, Helles. They make Rausch beers, which is a smoked beer. Really, really good. They do a great, great job. I could not believe how – I should have believed it, but I could not. It was so wonderful when I went out there. It was great. Dovetail and Beguile get together now for the Mayfest anniversary. okay? Uh, they're going to have Saturday and Sunday from noon until 9. Great time. Get out there. They got food. They got beer. They got music. Um, sausage. They got sausage. I was watching something they did on TV, and um, Hagen Dost, one of the owners and brewers from Dovetail, was there. And get out out there if you get a chance. If you're in the city, if you have a chance to get out there on a Saturday or Sunday from noon until 9. And they are also raising money for Friendship Center. It is a, um, a group that 
provides food for the um, people that need it in the Albany Park area. And uh, so getting that out there, Dovetail and Beguile, some great, great stuff. Um, one more thing here, exit strategy in Forest Park, which I'm embarrassed to say I've not been to. I've not been to Forest Park. Well, I've been to Forest Park, but I've not been to exit strategy yet. They have their seventh anniversary coming up. And uh, get it out to exit strategy. I know my, uh, my godchild, uh, Taylor, has been out there. And um, they make great beer. Get it out to exit strategy. I, I will try to get out there soon. It's tough with all the breweries around here, breweries in the city, breweries out in St. Charles, like 93 Octane and things like that. It's tough to cover them all as a 65-year-old. But I'm trying. I'm working at it. Um, do we have more commercials? Do we have more spots, more sponsors to get to? Because I got a couple more things here. Mike, we got a couple more things to get to? Or is he smoking and, and, and enjoying his beer? Yes, we have a couple more spots to get to. Well, let's do that. Let's take some sponsors now. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a chance to rest your voice. So yep. let's take a few more sponsors now. we got a couple more things. I don't know if I've got a what's up Fred's can or not. I'll figure it out in the next in the commercial break. <laughs> That's how you do things in a podcast. Sounds good. Okay. Fuzzy football. Are you ready, brother? Real football action on a glossy game surface played shuffle style. Slide a shuffle puck at pass or run targets, and a free mobile app keeps track of every game detail. Easy to learn, but this game of skill is difficult to master. Take care of the ball, or turnovers will kill your drive. The game is guaranteed to get your competitive fire burning, and it's perfectly sized to take anywhere. The park, a barbecue, your next tailgate, or fun at home on game nights. Fozzie football is simply the best, most realistic and competitive game of football available anywhere. Add defense when your skill improves and take the game to the next level. The perfect mix of fast action and real football drama where a last-second Hail Mary can break hearts or make champions. Megaplex Sports Complex is a 78,000-square-foot center filled with hardwood and turf. They have baseball rentals with batting cages, softball, soccer, lacrosse, gymnastics, cheerleading, cornhole, basketball, volleyball, and pickleball. It also features a bar and grill with the best pizza and beef sandwiches around. They cater to events such as birthdays, graduations, corporate parties, as well as memorabilia shows. Check them out at Megaplex Sports Complex, 15301 South Bell Road in Homer Glen, 708-966-4210. I got a feeling you're going to see us out at uh, Game On coming up in the next couple of months. We'll be out there uh, doing some more shows. Great guys out there. Uh, Bronco, some great food. Tremendous uh, servers and bartenders there. We had a great, great time during the NCAA tournament. We had all kinds of fun. Now, I finished my um, Neckbeard Nectar. Okay, this is very, very good. 13.3. Let me see. 13.5 alcohol by volume. So that means I'm feeling good, right? So I've mentioned my buddy, Larry Griffin, and his daughter, Chrissy, a couple times. We went to Boston. We share our birthday, May 15th. They send me, the last two years, they've sent me a beer of the month club. Now, it's not every month because they don't like me that much. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, it's every three months I get 12 beers. So I get six beers from two different breweries, and each of them, it's two beers from each brewery. No, I'm sorry. Three Math is bad for me. It's three beers from each brewery. So I get six beers from each brewery. And um, what I got recently was the Packerland Pilsner, okay? And some people that are Bears fans and diehard Bears fans would say, how can you drink a Packerland Pilsner? You know what? It's a Pilsner. It, it, it goes to real simple, Mike. Real simple. <laughs> and so that's what I'm going to open now because I'm done with that and I still got more to talk. So 
Ah, it doesn't taste like pee. Okay, so it tastes good. So anyway, two more breweries I want to talk about. Garage Band Brewing is a is a brewery that I went to. I stopped at the um, I stopped at they have a barbecue place right next door called Mission One. I want to say it is, and Garage Band Brewing in Plainfield is celebrating their third anniversary coming up. Their third anniversary extravaganza Friday and Friday through Sunday this coming weekend. 27th, 28th, and 29th. Get out there. Great beer. Go on over to the uh, barbecue place right next door. You have a wonderful, wonderful time. And then Imperial Oak Brewing. And this is weird. I stopped by Imperial Oak Brewing the other day, and there was no place to park. So I didn't stop because there was no place to park. They have their awesome eighth giant anniversary coming up. June 4th. Now, there are a lot of other anniversaries coming up June 4th. A lot of other breweries uh, have their anniversaries coming up now. But Imperial Oak does great, great beer. They have their place in Willow Springs. They have another place now in Brookfield. Used to be Brixie's. Tremendous, tremendous place. Great, great beer. So get that out there if you get the opportunity. I have no What's Up Fred's can. I'm too happy. I'm having too much, too good of a time. Um, don't forget to see us next Sunday. Next Monday, I won't be here. I'll be recovering from Sunday. As the uh, Saxon Cubs play, we will be at uh, Coach's Corner, 8118, 143rd Street, Norland Park. Come on out. Say hi. Mike will be there. I'll be there. We'll have a great, great time. Thanks for jumping on in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'll be back again uh, the first week of June. Okay? Look forward to seeing you then. Until then, I'm going to pound this pack of Len Pilsner just like we should pound Aaron Rodgers. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening here on 1252 Hubes Views and Brews right here on the 1252 Sports Network. Thank you for listening to 1252 Sports Chicago.